Hello. <coughs> And welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined tonight by three of my awesome Mickey Dude rotating commentators from... You're in Jersey tonight, Joe? Yes, I'm, I'm located in the Garden State tonight, okay. Dave, for, uh, for the next few days. So. so we have with us Joe Quattrochi. Greetings, everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all. We have from South Carolina, Kyle Ostrander. You know, I, I really like the rotation of the earth. Oh? It really makes my day. Ark, ark. Wow. And with that, from <laughs> the city of Miami, Florida, we have Michael Fernandez. I just want to wish all my northern friends a nice warm winter. Yeah. It was, it was, it was 50 today, Mike. I mean, it was nice up here in uh, the tri-state area. It's been, quite, right, Dave? It's been quite balmy. We, we, had, we had 70, so, you know, we had to break out the hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll be down there uh, on uh, Wednesday, so I'm actually looking forward to that. And tonight oh, is nice. a very... <clears throat> After I finish coughing up a lung, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just getting over being sick, and I uh, haven't fully recovered from the cough yet. I get a cough, it lasts for months. So with that said, tonight is a... Very... inhaler? Yeah, that's, uh, that's an everyday occurrence for me right now. <laughs> And tonight is a very special night. We have two very special guests from our sponsors, DVC Resale Market. Uh, with us tonight, we have Derek DeBoer. Hey, how are you? Thanks how for having us. Good. Yo. Oh, what's up? And joining him also, we have Marissa Valentin. Hello, hello. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Of course. Yeah, happy to be on. Happy to be on during the most magical time of the year down here at Walt Disney World. So thanks for having us. Well, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And before we get started, I uh, was wondering if you guys would please uh, enlighten our listeners. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your love for Disney, how you got into uh, working uh, for the company and then ultimately working for DVC Resale. Uh, whoever would like to go first, we'll uh, ask, we'll ask um, Marissa to go first, actually, because ladies first on our show, so if you don't mind. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, uh, so I actually, I'm originally from California on the West Coast, so I started with Disney yeah, with the college program. It was really new to Disneyland when I started there, and I did a year there. I decided that I wanted something quick to pay off school loans so I was actually performing at Disneyland I was performing in shows and parades and loved doing that so much that I actually got offered a position on Disney Cruise Line and I thought I'd go out for about six months and six months turned into about 10 years later I was still working on the ships um, but I actually I met my husband working on the Disney cruise ships he's from South Africa so kind of cool 
meeting someone from the other side of the world. But for us, we decided to settle down in Orlando and head over to Disney World. And that's where I got offered a position with Disney Vacation Club. So it was kind of a really nice thing to transition from working so many years on the cruise ships and then being part of the Disney Vacation Club team was really awesome. But I actually, I stayed on the Disney Vacation Club team for a few months and then got offered to go back on the cruise ships, but it was only part-time with that. So I went back to sea. Um, I would go about two weeks out of each month. And actually, that's where Derek and I met. We did many cruises together. We actually are part of a lot of the big member cruises that I'm sure many of you have had the chance to hear of or go on. Um, and then after that, I welcomed a little boy in our life. So working Congratulations. cruise ships and working the full-time schedule. Thank you. He's a year and a half now, but working that kind of crazy schedule didn't quite work out. So I had known Nick Cotton for years, part of the DVC refill team, and so I was able to transition onto land and have the opportunity to kind of cut back a little, spend more time with family, but also work with DVC, which is something I loved, but now I get to help families on both sides. Excellent. And Derek, what about you? And she forgot to say that her favorite part is she gets to work with me every single day. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best part of all, right? No. Um, my story is kind of similar to uh, Marissa's, except I was not raised in California. I was born and raised right outside Chicago, Illinois. So go Cubs. Uh, born and raised there. Met my high school sweetheart. We actually wound up getting married at Walt Disney World in 1996, right there at that, at the time, the new wedding pavilion that just opened up. So we were like one of the first... 100 people ever to get married there at that Disney's wedding pavilion. And so obviously been a huge, huge Disney fans our whole entire life. Uh, became Disney Vacation Club members uh, in 1999 is when we first uh, decided to take that plunge and doing Disney Vacation Club. I uh, wound up working in Chicago for actually Disney World. I actually wound up, I found out that they had an office for Walt Disney Parks and Resorts and they promoted kind of everything Disney World and Disney Cruise Line throughout the Midwest. And I found out that there was an office in Chicago. And I said, wait a second, I could work for Disney, but I could do it up here. So that worked out perfect. And I was there for almost 10 years, just handling all the marketing uh, for Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line. Um, and then found out that Disney was opening up a Disney Vacation Club preview center, kind of the first one in the world, the first place in the world outside of the parks and a resort that you could actually learn about Disney Vacation Club. So in 2007, Seven, they opened up a location that meant many of your uh, listeners probably might have visited or heard about. It was hugely successful. It was called Disney's Doorway to Dreams, where you could actually learn about what Disney Vacation Club is while you're in a mall. So you didn't have to take time from your Disney trip to do it. So folks, you know, could tour a studio and a one-bedroom and a two-bedroom right there in the mall and then purchase and then go on your next vacation with it. So love doing that. Then an opportunity came up uh, for me to join the cruise team. Which again, we got to travel all over the world on almost over 100 cruises, teaching folks about Disney Vacation Club and sailing with members, doing presentations, doing member cruises. That's where uh, I got to meet Marissa, and that's where our partnership kind of began, and we love working together. And like Marissa, uh, I have a family as well. So I have older boys. So my boys are 14, and they are 10 years old. So the stars kind of aligned for me to be able to join the team over here and kind of get off the craziness of being away from home so I can actually see my kids grow up and my wife. So I was able to join uh, the DVC resale market team, which again is made up of just fantastic, all folks who used to work at Disney Vacation Club, right? So it's the only place where you can talk to folks that actually know all sides of the fence. So uh, able to join this incredible team and do what we get to do, which is nothing better in the world, making people happy, whether they're buying it and selling it. So thanks for having us tonight. 
Alright, perfect. And before we actually get into uh, our topic for tonight, I'm just curious, having both of you guys working on the cruise ships, uh, which one is your favorite of the ships? <laughs> Ladies first. Ladies first. <laughs> oh man, me again. Um, so, the first uh, ship I ever worked on was a Disney Wonder. So that will always have a really special place in my heart. And they just refurbished it, so I absolutely love what they kind of added and upgraded to it but I think the place that I love the most is the Disney Fantasy um, my husband and I actually were able to take that ship out on the inaugural voyage and we worked on there for probably the first three years that it was out and so that's kind of like our second home to us Excellent. so are you a, so are you a platinum platinum cruise person, person? <laughs> I think I've been on like 500 cruises <laughs> have you done more than 10 <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I would say for me, um, I've probably spent more time on all my cruises on the Fantasy. So, so obviously I have a lot of great memories of working on the Fantasy. Um, it, it's the same itinerary a lot of times. So you're either doing it Eastern or a Western. So it's all fantastic. You never complain about going to places like, you know, Jamaica and Cozumel and all that stuff. But probably for me, it's probably the wonder just because of the itinerary, because the wonder was the ship that every summer goes to Alaska. And if you have not done an Alaskan cruise, I cannot stress enough. It's probably the greatest cruise you'll ever take your whole entire life. So I love all the ships for different reasons, but probably my favorite out of all the itineraries all around the world, it's probably the wonder because it goes to Alaska. I sure. can uh, definitely uh, agree with that one. I did do the Alaskan cruise on the it? wonder. Yes, it was, oh. uh, it was an experience to say the least. I really definitely uh, recommend everybody do... Uh, do do that one uh the alaskan itinerary is amazing uh yeah. yeah i've been on two out of the four of them i've been on the wonder and i've been on the dream so far so okay. hey, hey dave i'd like to ask uh you know derek and marissa a question of here course. um we we've on this show and on the other dvc show that i'm on as well we've talked about or i've talked about going on a disney cruise and um i'm a big dvc guy obviously i'm on the show with you guys and um, but I haven't taken that plunge yet. I've talked about taking the Disney Cruise plunge for a long time with my wife, and she's a little. I last time I was on a cruise, it was one cruise. I was on a carnival boat when I was like ten years old. It's funny <laughs> back in 1990. All right, so completely, completely different what a Disney cruise is about. My wife's a little nervous about being on a boat. So my question to you guys is. Coming from a, a Disney Cruise Line perspective, mm -hmm. there's, there's so many different boats now, so many different itineraries now. You can go Eastern Caribbean, Western Caribbean, Castaway, Double Dip. Uh, you can go out of New York, Port Canaveral, go, you know, the Alaskan cruise. There's so many different, you know, different kinds of cruises for a beginner. And it can be completely overwhelming. What what cruise would you recommend for a beginner who's never been on a cruise to say my position? You know, that like is a big Disney World person, loves the Disney service, loves Disney, you know, DVC, but what would you guys recommend for a first-time cruiser? Because you know they can be expensive, they can be overwhelming. But to simplify, what would you guys recommend for? Would it be like a three-day cruise, a four-day cruise? Would it be a double dip, a single dip? You know, just kind of enlighten me here, because you guys definitely have the experience that uh, you know, that I don't have in this. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to to Marissa, who's probably been obviously on four or five times more as many as I have. <laughs> I can tell you just me personally. Um, which is kind of ironic because I've been almost on like a hundred cruises of my life. Uh, I'm not probably a big cruise guy, meaning I love it. I love being able to actually go to different environments, especially when it comes to a trip like Europe. 
where it's such a, a, a fantastic opportunity to be able to go see so many countries where you can literally go to bed and then wake up the next day and you'll be in a different country. And you also have that kind of security blanket of being on a Disney boat, right? Every single day. Uh, but you're not probably not going to jump into like a 14-night European cruise on your first cruise. You're probably not going to jump into a 15-day transatlantic cruise with like eight straight sea days. So it's seemingly to me, I would always suggest to folks that whenever we'd meet them on the ship and we'd see, you know, thousands of families, if they ever did a three-night cruise, they're always like, we're never going to do that again because it's not long enough. So once you get used to it, they kick you off the boat, right? Because it's time to go home. Four-day seems to be something that a lot of people like, but every person I ever talk to that's done a four-day say, we don't want to do a four-day anymore. We just want to do the seven-day. So for me, I'd probably pick a seven-day cruise, but that's just my my personal opinion. Because the other ones, it's like Goldilocks. It's, you know, it's not long enough. It's That one's too long, so this one feels just right. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I mean, unless you're afraid of being seasick or away right. for too long, I right. would jump into like maybe a Disney Fantasy Caribbean to start with. Um, I think if you're going to cruise and you're going to get into it, do a Mediterranean, do an Alaska, because there's like no better way to see those places than to do it on a cruise. And then if you're still indifferent, there's always like the shorter cruises that they do out of New York, which are cool. And if you love Disney World, it's a great opportunity to do a quick kind of dip on a cruise, start out in New York, head over, you get a day at Disney World for free, and then you do Castaway Key. So that's awesome too. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Perfect. All right, so today we're going to be talking about uh, Disney in terms of the uh, deluxe resorts at the holidays. Uh, your uh, deluxe resorts at Disney World do offer uh, DVC units on them. So uh, Marissa and Derek are going to uh, talk about the what each uh, resort highlights in terms of DVC. And we're also going to talk about its uh, holiday decor. We're going to start with the... Uh, I call the gingerbread resorts. So, uh, Grand, Flor uh, Grand Floridian will save will save as the last one because of the uh, major gingerbread house there. But uh, also, we have some gingerbread uh, displays over at uh, the Contemporary, so Bay Lake Tower. Um, by the way, you guys are gonna have to uh, settle a little uh, argument that Joe and I always have about oh, that one here later we go. on. Uh, also have some gingerbread displays over at uh, the boardwalk. Do they have them at Beach Club too? Yeah, I believe so. If I'm not mistaken, I think the Beach Club's got a pretty elaborate Christmas display from the last time I was there. Yeah, which don't was they about... have the carousel there? I was yeah, yeah, wondering yeah. if the I, I thought the, ca the I wasn't sure if the carousel was there or at boardwalk, but I know. But no, that, that is at the beach it's club. at the Beach Club. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. That's it. Excellent. So shall we start with the Beach Club then? Yeah. All right, perfect. Let's start with I'm, I'm just going to throw in my two cents about why I love the Beach Club and being the fact that, you know, we at DVC Resale Market help a lot of folks find their perfect resort. I think probably more than any other resort, but then you get me talking and I'll always find they're all great for different reasons. But I love the Beach Club, obviously, because it's got that location. So for me, during the holiday time, to being able to walk and I kind of compare the boardwalk with it too because it's to me it's kind of one area because you can just stroll across you could stroll right over to Epcot take part in everything holidays to Epcot which to me and I know I'll have a lot of people that don't agree with me I think Epcot's the best park during the holidays yes even more so than the Magic Kingdom so I'm sure I'm gonna, gonna inflame a lot of people with that comment but for me 
The Beach Club is probably the best because as long as it's temperature willing, it's got the best hands down pool anywhere on Disney property. It's got that amazing combination of displays between the Yacht Club and then also on the Beach Club side. Uh, because it's a DVC resort, you'll always find the Kids Club and the Kids Hall at the DVC resorts are always gonna do great, great stuff for the holiday, including lots of decorating your own, make your own ornaments and all that stuff, which is in the community halls at the DVC resort. So I'm a big, big fan of the Beach Club for sure. And the boardwalk. Marissa, what about you? Well, let me be honest on this one. Um, I've never been there during the holidays. Oh, yeah. Me neither. No. I've never been to Disney World during um, holidays. We're big on transparency on the show. But I have never yeah. done <laughs> so maybe I'll do that this weekend. Um, yeah, I, I think because I obviously was on the ships for so many of my years here, but then now that I have a little one, we're so drawn to Magic Kingdom area that we just aren't, we're not at the age yet with him to spend a lot of time at Epcot. Weren't you just at the California Grill last night for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you, you guys are going to rub it in right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On a beautiful 78-degree night, weren't you just at the beautiful California Grill for dinner? With we your were, yeah. <laughs> Mickey Dudes, do any of you have anything to uh, add about the uh, Beach Club? Michael, Joe, um, I know. Uh, Beach Club Beach Club is probably my favorite resort. Why um, so? We stayed We've only stayed there one time. Um, like, like Derek said, convenience for everything. You walk out, you hang a left, you're in Epcot. Boom. You walk out, hang a right, you're in Holly Studio. Well, it's a longer walk now, but still. Yeah. It's right there. Um, you got awesome food in the area. You got Shula's. You got Yachtsman Steakhouse. You got Ample Hills Creamery. You got a bar, ESPN. No, no, don't, don't count that one. Don't count that one. No, 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 um, no. That it's. I can't. Was that Italian place over there with the Rapunzel? That's uh, well. That's all boardwalk. We'll get to that. But still, it's across the way. It's, it's a walking uh -huh. distance. Beaches um, and cream. Beaches and cream. Good beaches Lord. And cream. And if everybody thinks beaches and cream just ice cream, you're wrong. Go oh, sit no. there, and order a burger and fries. That's, it's amazing. Grilled cheese. on Disney property. Hands grilled down. cheese and tomato bisque. I'll give you that because I think Disney's weakest point in food wise is like burgers and hot dogs. Unless you go to Casey's for hot dogs or you go to Beach and Cream for burgers. <laughs> Agreed. I agree with you now. At one point, I would have said uh, Pecos Bills, but then they changed it to the all-Mexican, the Tex-Mex. I did not like Pecos Bills, man. Really? Uh, you, I think all quick service burgers are just – I hate to say nah, – I still ate them because I'm hungry. Yeah. But they're not my go-to. I got to go, oh, my God, Pecos Bill burger. No, it's, it's like I'm, I'm here – it's good, but not like blow my mind. Beach and the cream blow my mind. It's just sustenance. It's not made with love. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about deluxe burger? Deluxe burger is great. Oh, yes. Never been there, but I heard it's good. Deluxe burger is great, and they got like a two for twenty four deal or something like that. It's pretty good. Like half a burger. <laughs> yeah, half a no. They're big burgers, the big meat burgers. So yeah. two halves of burgers, one burger for twenty five bucks. All right. Yeah, twenty five bucks and some fries. <laughs> What's also great about the the beach club with the DVC in mind is number one, it's I believe it, it's for DVC rooms. It's still the closest DVC rooms to a park still, yeah. so yeah. it's even closer than Bay Lake Tower. Secondly, is is I've stayed in Beach Club in the Villas once, um, and 
when you stay in the villas there, you're still so close that you're like a really quick walk to the main building where you can take care, take advantage of all the amenities at the beach club resort itself. So you don't feel like you're separated, you know, like, I mean, the Polynesian is kind of, um, you know, part of the same resort, but even like at the Grand Floridian, you're kind of like separated from like the building a little bit, the beach club, you're yeah. so close to the main building. You feel like you're part of the resort. You don't feel like you're separated. And that's what I like as, about the beach club as well as you feel like you're part of that resort. You're not just like a secondary, you know, part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to go get a quick service, boom, you can walk right there. It's like a two mm -hmm. second. Walk. Yeah. Uh, our first, our first DVC stay is coming up in January. We just bought points. Oh, so nice. we're staying, yeah. we're staying at beach club. That's, that's where Excellent. they got us in. And, uh, we how'd actually, you the, how'd you get into the beach club? That's pretty impressive. Uh, welcome home package. Uh, <laughs> of course. Welcome home package. <laughs> and uh, we try to book it on a day where our plot passes are blacked out. So we're like going to try to enjoy the resort a little bit. Um, from past experience, I know like Disney's hotels keep their Christmas decorations up a little bit past New Year's. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that I can see a couple of them before we go. But also like one of the biggest things about Beach Club is like holidays wise, you could just walk over and watch the Candlelight Professional. Like oh, that, yeah. could be, that could be your nightcap right there. And it's just such a great resort and it's such a great area. Well, since we're in this uh, area anyway, why don't we just go next door to their sister resort? Let's uh, talk about Yacht Club for a second. I believe that they. Uh, Is that DVC? What? Are, are they DVC? No. No. Okay, so Beach Beach Club is basically the yacht is basically DVC version of Yacht Club or whatever. You see now. You learn something. You learn something new every day. I was under the assumption that all DVC, all uh, deluxe resorts had had a DVC component. That's uh, mm -mm. okay. Well, that's a big negative, Dave. So there you go. We we learned something new tonight. Interesting. And because you learn, well, I mean, we all yacht learn. and beach are kind of the same. Yes. In like Disney, right. it's kind of like the contemporary Bailey Tower. Well, well that's those are, Marissa, those, like those are kind of those are kind of separate. We'll, we'll, we will. We'll, we'll touch it. Well, yeah, we'll, 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 get, we'll get to, we'll get to that uh, controversy game. later on. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, so why don't we go around Crescent Lake then and visit the boardwalk? And over there, they do have a uh, gingerbread uh, display. It's, a, uh, it's actually a gingerbread store that sells, oddly enough, gingerbread. Mm. Nice. What are the, what are the, what are the merits well, I, of uh, boardwalk? Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you, I love to jump in and talk about boardwalk because it's very near and dear to me. And it's my home resort that I purchased all the way back when I was trying to figure out if joining this DVC thing made any sense to me and my wife at the time. And so the boardwalk will always have a very, very special place in my heart. I love it. And it's probably kind of the unsung thing about the boardwalk that if you love the resorts is once you enter through the front, and I'm not talking about the back by Crescent Lake, is I love the great lawn that they have at the boardwalk. Yeah. I love it, especially during the Christmas time, you know, the holidays, because I love the big giant tree out there. Um, I've just always had my kids always have just kind of, that's how we even knew when we lived back in Chicago when we'd fly down for vacations is that's how we knew that our vacation started when they run through the run through the lobby, run down the stairs at the back of the boardwalk and just play tag on that big lawn. It's just one of those things that I think that resort is fantastic during the holidays. It just has such a great feel to it. Like I said, the lobby is very 
intimate for a resort of this size. But, you know, strolling around, there's so many, I think, nooks and crannies to the boardwalk that it's not just so cut and dry. There's, you know, different hallways and there's different neat things that you can discover just everywhere you turn at the boardwalk, let alone being on the boardwalk itself at night. So I love it. Just as long as you don't wind up getting a room at the boardwalk that takes you 87 years to actually get to it from the lobby, you're going to be in good shape. So, yeah, it's an amazing resort. Marissa, do you have anything uh, to add about the boardwalk? You know, actually, the boardwalk was the first place I ever stayed when I first came to Disney World. So kind of like Derek, it's, it's a very like near and dear to your heart. But it's there's something just very warm and comforting about the resort. And I just think, obviously, that location itself, it just – and I think it's kind of cool what you guys said you're going to do is come down early and just kind of take advantage of that in itself and not even worry about going to the parks because I think there is so much from restaurants to entertainment that you could just kind of soak up while you're there. And I will just throw this out there that I will not be disappointed when they finally announce the boardwalk pool pool rehab. I will be very, very excited (laughs) when that that magical clown goes away for the first time. I'll be okay with it. No more, no more spitting out children. (laughs) I know. I love it, but I don't like it at the same time. I, I, I think, and this is probably a conversation for another show, but I love trying to imagine. I think for a long time, I've always tried to imagine, man, if I could redo the boardwalk pool area, because it's a great location and a good size, how would I redo that boardwalk pool area? But that's probably a conversation for another show. That thing is the, that thing is the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> Gentlemen, anything on boardwalk? I, I agree. Like Boardwalk is a place that I've talked about. It was actually the first DVC resort that my wife and I stayed at as members, even though we own at Saratoga Springs. We, you know, we we did our eleven month window and then you know, opted for the seven month window when it opened up. And besides it being modeled after Atlantic City, which is you know Jersey, which is my home state, uh, it does have that warm feeling. Um, and I think it's it's overlooked a lot because of the popularity of the Beach Club. Mm-hmm. I think that people overlooked the Boardwalk and. You know, the, the rooms are all connected. So, like, yes, you, you feel like you're part of the resort. You don't feel like you're segregated. Um, I do like the pool, Derek. The clown it does is scary. But I think the water slide besides uh, uh, the one at the uh, beach club is probably one of the better ones on property. It is a lot of fun. Um, the, 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 the bar um, inside the pool area is great. Um, it's a great arcade. So for a deluxe resort, they don't usually have good arcades. The Boardwalk has a great arcade. So if you have smaller kids, it's, they still have a good place to go and play some games. I know like places like the Contemporary and the Polynesian doesn't have one at all. Grand Floridian got rid of theirs too. Um, there's no arcades left for kids. And kids still like to you know go play yeah. new arcades. Yeah. So, um, Shout out again to the Beach Club too, because I forgot to mention the Beach Club's got a really great arcade right next to Beaches and Cream too. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, they do. Uh, it's huge. It's huge. So it, but that's like it's those are going few and far between. So that's right. one of the positives, you know, with, with the boardwalk. The rooms are great. I think the location's fantastic. You have all of the amenities out on the boardwalk. Um, I do like the the grassy area. Uh, Darth, you're talking about where your kids are running yeah. through. You know that they have the movies out there. Um, it's just a very uh, homey resort. And when you walk into the lobby, you know, and you go left or right, whichever you're staying on the inside or the DVC side, mm-hmm. it just has that coziness that some of the other larger deluxe resorts don't have you know you're not walking to a giant lobby you feel like it's cozy you're at home and the fact you just walk right around the corner and bam you're right in epcot international gateway and it just gets overlooked so much you know it's always like beach club beach club beach club about you know the walking distance i'm like you it's right there i mean it's like you know it's it's just as close so um it's like I said, it's a, a place that's near and dear to us. My wife and I, that's the first place we stayed at. We've stayed at, we've stayed there twice. 
Um, yes, the hallways can get long. We I think we've had one of those rooms where we've stayed at one of the last one of the last rooms, and we're just like, man, we're still walking, we're still walking, and we get lost in the stairways trying to find a yeah. quicker way out. But um, it is an underrated resort. I think uh, it's coming out more now that uh, it's. You know, but it's it's been here for a while. I mean, it's not a new one, but no. it, it just gets overshadowed constantly. But uh, yeah, it's a great resort. I love it. Well, I, th- I I I think it's also interesting too that we can tell you because we talk to obviously thousands of people, you know, just like you guys do. But it's amazing to me to the people that when I talk about, you know, yeah, I own the boardwalk and we love today. I'm like, have have you ever seen it? No, we've never been over in that area at all. Like, there's so many folks that go to Disney that truly have never made that walk or been around Crescent Lake or even even seen Crescent Lake or don't realize how amazing it is to walk or push a stroller into Epcot or to the studios from when you stay at the Boardwalk Beach Club area. It's, yeah, it's up to me. I think that's one of the best areas in all of Walt Disney World, bar none. And, and, a, friend, and a friend of mine, Derek, uh, you know, he, he originally owned at Bay Lake Tower. He sold his points and bought resale at Saratoga, kind of almost doubled his point value by selling his original Bay Lake contract. And, um, but his wife refuses to stay anywhere else but Beach Club. And I said, maybe you should have bought Beach Club. He's like, well, you know, I, I bought double the points, whatever. But he's always waitlisting at the seven months, yeah, like trying to get, yeah. and uh, it's always like playing the waiting game. And uh, this past year, they stayed at the Grand Floridian and and all his wife talked about was pushing their stroller around Crescent Lake. Like he, they wanted to be back at Beach Club. And he said, never again, he will stay in the Magic Mirror. They will always be at the Epcot area. So that is very underrated, that that walk around. It, it could kill a night, something to do, entertain the kids, wear them out, entertain yourselves, grab a drink, have a nice, uh, you know, a nice night out. It, it, it's, it's, a great, it's a great thing to have, you know, and walk right to your room when you're done. I think I'm going to go there after I'm done with this interview tonight. Thanks for that. <laughs> nice. oh, it's nice. open until 2. It's open until yeah. 2, so that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. actually going to be revisiting that later on in our rapid fire section of this, believe it or not. So this is actually a perfect segue to that. But I'm going to assume that as DVC members, all of you have APs, so... We're going to take a uh, walk over to the International Gateway. I'm going to come too because uh, I parked at, I parked at uh, Beach Club and just went over to Martha's Vineyard and got a, got a drink and used my uh, Tables in Wonderland card to get the free uh, valet. And <laughs> we're going to just walk through. Uh, we're just going to walk through uh, International Gateway into Future World, walk out and get on the monorail. And we're going to take it over to... Some more of the, uh, as I call them, the gingerbread uh, deluxe resorts. And we're going to go first over to Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary. I love Bay Lake. Marissa, you were just there last night having dinner. So why don't you tell us what you saw there? Because I have not been there this year yet. So I'm I'm excited to see it. Um, Bay Lake is cool. So they've got that really like kind of modern tree up out front. Um, I think it's one of the main resorts that has that big of a tree outside of the hotel itself. And then inside, obviously, lots of little Christmas decor. Uh, The Mary Blair-style gingerbread house, which is awesome. Uh, But we went and we just had dinner just to kind of enjoy the resort. And then what I love about the resorts and the deluxe resorts is just kind of the fun things that pop up there. Um, If you've ever been there during, like, right during the week of Christmas, there's some really cool stuff that goes on. And I'm not sure if they do it at Beach Club and Boardwalk, but I know at Bay Lake, Polly, and Grand Floridian, they have, like, characters that pop up, which is really cool. 
I think Wilderness Lodge as well has like Santa and story time, but then they also have carolers that are in the lobby as well. So we had a really good time just kind of hanging out and enjoying the carolers and having dinner there. Derek? Well, I think probably one of the coolest things about staying at Bay Lake is obviously you're in the proximity to the to the Magic Kingdom. So that being able to, especially if you have kids, you know, being able to stay at, say, Bay Lake and being able to go to the Magic Kingdom maybe first thing in the morning and then when everybody starts to arrive in that later afternoon time frame and you're like salmon swimming upstream, you can generally just walk out of the front door of the Magic Kingdom, make a left and be back in your room in like 10 to 15 minutes. I think it's great for me. I'm such a huge supporter of going to Top of the World Lounge there at Bay Lake Tower that for any member that has not been to Bay Lake Tower and been to Top of the World Lounge, uh, you do not have to be staying at Bay Lake Tower. So you can go up there. Just we even went there uh, last year when we were staying at the Polynesian. So we just hopped on the monorail and went over to Bay Lake, went to Top of the World Lounge, which if you haven't been, it's, it's just incredible. I think it's one of the coolest locations to watch fireworks anywhere. They have fantastic oh, yeah. drinks. They have great appetizers and again and Derek, one thing oh. too while you're on that um so many members and this is a question we get all the time especially from non-members and people who are looking at being resale a lot of people think that that is one of the perks you lose from buying retail but you don't that's that you can still actually show your digital downloadable card as a resale member and still go up and enjoy that so it's one of the perks that you're going to get on the resale side as well oh really that that's awesome yeah yeah was that a recent change or was that no, that's it's just Disney didn't announce that it was still included it really like <laughs> evidently, but in the fine print it's still allowed. Nice. That that's definitely that's definitely a selling point right there. Oh yeah. Well let's say I mean we have you know, Marissa kinda of touched on it too and, and it goes for the holidays. It, it goes for everything. That there's so many misconceptions about, oh, I heard that if I bought resale, I don't get this, or I heard I can't do this, or I heard that they're going to take away this and that. Reach out to us and let us know. There's nothing more than we enjoy than being able to dispel any rumors that people think about it. Because again, at the end of the day, and I preach this from the rooftops all day and all night, is you know the use of your points for the Disney Vacation Club Resorts is exactly, exactly the same. And like Marissa said, if you still want to take part in I want still Magical Express. I want to be able to add the dining plan. Do I still get the early morning magic hours? Do I still get the late night hours? You know, can I still do? Yes, you still do everything you do as a guest. So the points for DVC are exactly the same. So we love being able to help kind of dispel the rumors on that because the best members are the ones, honestly, that um, have taken their time to do research mm -hmm. and to kind of see how the membership is going to work for them. So we, we love of being able to help folks and most importantly, you know, come to the table with a thousand questions versus I'm immersed in pixie dust and I have to buy this while I'm at Walt Disney World or I have to buy this while I'm on a boat. But for them to be able to go do research and figure out, say, well, wait a second, let me see if what I've heard is actually true. And then when they realize it's not, then they go, oh yeah, that's why I like three to 4,000 people bought contracts with us so, this year in 2018. Actually, I was gonna do that after we finished this, but since we're on the subject now, can you tell our listeners some of the um, advantages of buying resale? Yeah. Marissa, do you want to take this one? Yeah, I mean, so I think the biggest benefit of being a DVC member is the economical savings. And if you've done any research, if you've talked to DVC directly through Disney, that doesn't change retail or direct. The value of this membership is ultimately, after so many trips, 
at a deluxe resort, you're going to break even. And from there on out, you're just paying your dues for a fraction of what the cost of that hotel is. And that's kind of the big picture of what DVC is. And ultimately, that's your biggest value. So the value when you talk about the resale side of things is now you're taking that value and you're just kind of expanding on it. Because on average, if you take Disney's current price per point and you look at what they're currently selling something for directly, on average on the resale side, you're saving about 40 to $60 per point in purchase side which is pretty major. So it calculates out to about five to about $10,000 difference, even up to, I think, Derek, you had a lady, what, yet last week, $30,000 difference. So it depends on what you're looking at. But you're seeing about a five to $30,000 range difference in purchase price on the resale side. So that's the biggest benefit. It's keeping with that value of what DDC ultimately is, but it's doing it in a much more savvy and smarter way. And ultimately, yeah, there's a couple of things that are different on the resale side and a couple of perks that you give up, but those are incidental benefits that Disney can, and they actually do change all the time. So it's really never going to add up to being like a $10,000 value overall. So that's where a lot of people go, okay, I like the concept of BDC. I like the economical value, but now let me go one step further and do it a smarter way to save even more. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And now, uh, before we get back to the other uh, resorts on the monorail line, can you guys uh, please uh, settle a little argument that Joe and I have? I have this thing where I'm trying to stay at every single uh, Disney resort on property, and I have yet to actually stay in the uh, actual the original tower at the Contemporary, but I have had the opportunity to stay at Bay Lake Tower, and I count st say I say that I have been and stayed at the Disney's Contemporary Resort. Do you consider Bay Lake Towers the same as the Contemporary? I would love to jump in because I saw where you were going with this right away, and I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's Bay Lake Tower. It <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary Resort. So, no, I, I feel like the villas, when you stay in the villas, even though... Yeah, you could say you've stayed at the beach club. I think you do get a different vacation when you stay in a villa, say, at the beach club. I think you get a different vacation if you were to ever stay in that main tower at the Contemporary, which I've stayed there. I think your vacation is a different vacation. It's still great, but I'm saying it's a different vacation when you're staying in a hotel room versus on the villa side. So whether you're staying at, you know, a room like, you know, you guys said when you get to the boardwalk, right, and I check in, Am I going to go left or am, am I going to go right? When you stroll around some of these resorts that are even in the same, you know, vicinity as each other, it's still, I think, a different vacation when you stay on the hotel side than when you stay on the villa side. So I'm going to be um, on the team. But then you would say the same, Derek, for Grand Floridian, right? Oh, if 100%. If the same name, it still falls into two different categories, Polynesian as well. I feel like it's a different trip. When I stay at the villas at the Grand Floridian, I feel like it's a different vacation than even sometimes if we do it at night, we're like, hey, let's take a stroll over to the Grand Floridian. So yes, technically we're on Grand Floridian property, but I feel like it's a totally different vacation than when you stroll into that main building at the Grand Floridian versus when you stroll into the villas building, which is still beautiful and amazing. But yeah, even... Even the Polynesian, I think, is different. I think hotel rooms are different. So that's where I stand on the subject. And Derek and Marissa, the way I argue with Dave about this is I agree that I think it's different is <clears throat> taking the content 
library for an example is that when you stay at Bay Lake Tower, you actually check in at Bay Lake Tower. You yeah. check there's a separate check-in. You know, when you're making your magical expressway, it's 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 all separated. I just stayed one night at the villas at Grand Floridian just to I had some points I had to burn. So we my wife and I stayed one night and we were never in the main Grand Floridian building. We we went to our separate check-in at the villas. Yeah. It was the front desk there. We were completely segregated from um from from the the main Grand Floridian, so that's kind of where I argue with Dave. I said, Dave, you you didn't stay in the garden, you know, the garden wing. You didn't stay in the main tower. You didn't walk into the first floor, uh, you know, underneath the the, the big, you know, the portico show and and walk in. You know, you went to a different check in. So even though you share buses and stuff like that, that was the argument that I I went with. It was more like a you know a a a check in you know perspective. Agree a thousand percent. So Dave, that's settled from two professionals that not only deal in this industry, but have both worked for the Walt Disney Company in many facets. Joe. And yeah. uh, Joe, that's I'm, it. So it's settled. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this one to you, I mean, because after all, you are from Jersey, so I kind of feel sorry for you. So I, you, <laughs> I, I have to throw you a bone at one point. So I'll I'll give this one to you. And this is kind of it going on for you guys. It's been a little fun back and forth on some of our shows. Like that. So we're glad you guys have to settle this uh, you know, in front of all of our listeners. So I appreciate that. <laughs> we're happy to. I appreciate it too. All right. So, you don't agree with it, but you appreciate it. You know what? I'm going to, I will admit, I will admit defeat on this one. You know, I, I'll, I'll graciously just kowtow to everybody. The majority has spoken. I can respect that. <coughs> and with that said, let's uh, continue on our, uh, on our journey, get on the monorail, go over to the Grand Floridian. I I don't think I mean, I mean just if I can just jump in here sure. on the grand the grand is always very very special and kind of near and dear to me just being married at that wedding pavilion and so many years ago and having my little champagne and cake reception right there on the balcony of the Grand Floridian I think to me and it's probably a number one and a number two between this and I'm sure we're going to talk about the Wilderness Lodge later but I think nothing says the holidays like that feeling when you walk in to the Grand Floridian. Just for me during the holiday season to, you know, whether it's the band playing at Misner's on the second floor or whether it's, you know, just a, a pianist playing, sitting on the couches there in the lobby and seeing the huge gingerbread house and just seeing the massive enormity of that tree, that resort to me, that lobby area is just, it's hands down stunning. And, and I think probably if you're going to do a poll ranking, ask every single person, not about resort. I'm just talking about if you were to blindfold everybody and put them in a lobby, right? Just to see the decorations at the different resorts. I think you would probably have the Grand Floridian come out as number one for Christmas. But again, that's just me. Yeah, I uh, Grand Floridian, I think overall is one of my favorites. Um, and then at Christmas, it just gets even better. Um, and New Year's is also, if we're in kind of the holiday spirit, New Year's is also one of my favorites there. Um, they do some pretty spectacular stuff. And like when they do the, the balloon drop in the main lobby, it's awesome. If you ever have a chance to do New Year's, do it at the Grand Floridian. I know the parks have a lot of fun stuff, but make one of those hours, because they do it at different hours, make one of the hours at the Grand Floridian because it's awesome um but yeah i would say that and i know we'll get to wilderness lodge later the two of those and for totally different reasons but i don't feel like i've done christmas properly if i haven't gone to the grand floridian yeah and it's one of those that marissa and i can attest after you know helping so many families over so many years that i don't think that there's ever a resort ever 
um, at Walt Disney World that I think is more polarizing to people than the Grand Floridian. We used to hear it all the time. Even when we were yeah. selling the Grand Floridian direct for Disney, you'd have your people that would say, oh my God, we love it. It's our hands down. It's our favorite resort. There's nothing else like it. And then there's people that would flat out tell you and say, ah, we don't like it. Derek and Marissa, you don't understand. We're not quote unquote Grand Floridian type people, right? So I think of any resort, I think at Disney, I said, I think it's the Grand Floridian, which again, to me, I've never felt out of place at the Grand Floridian because at the end of the day, there's still people going, coming back from the parks all sweaty and kids crying and everything else. So you're still at a Disney hotel. Uh, but that's what I love about the Grand is because I just know that there'll never be another hotel like the Grand Floridian and like there'll never be another DVC resort like the Grand Floridian. So that's what I think makes it so special being the smallest one. Now let me ask you guys a question. You guys have mentioned briefly about um, New Year's. I've never, I've spent Christmas at Walt Disney World. I stayed the contemporary way back and I've done spot trips here and there. Um, I have another house in uh, the Daytona Beach area. So me and my wife will pop down every once in a while. But as for being there on New Year's, everybody talks about Epcot for New Year's or being in the Magic Kingdom at New Year's, mostly Epcot for New Year's. But you talked about um, being in the Grand Floridian lobby uh, for like the balloon drops. Um, are there any other resorts, deluxe or otherwise, that have events for New Year's, like actually, actually during the New Year's like time where they do things? Like, does the Polynesian do anything? Does Wilderness Lodge do anything that you guys have experienced? Because I, I don't know of anything. I never even heard of the Grand Floridian doing the balloon drop. It sounds actually really cool. It sounds like yeah. it's better than sitting in three hours of traffic leaving Epcot. And in a car or a bus, have, I've like, heard horror stories. And they have like champagne and they have the band playing and everybody starts dancing. Like, it's really cool. Um, that's the one, because I like it so much, I tend to just keep going there. So I think some of the other resorts do. Uh, Derek, I know you always go to Vero Beach, which we're not talking Disney World, but DVC. Uh, I think they do some fun stuff there too, right? I was just going to say, we're making <laughs> annual pilgrimage over to Vero Beach. We're going on New Year's Eve, so we're going to go for four nights. Uh, and we did New Year's there a couple of years ago, and we loved it. For those folks that haven't been to Vero, right, it's about almost about two hours away from Disney, right on the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, probably my favorite of all the DVC resorts, just because I feel like I own a little beach house when I get to be able to go and just use my points. But on New Year's, they do an awesome party by the pool with a DJ. Uh, Goofy comes out in his tuxedos. There's a big kind of balloon drop. There's all kinds of games. And then at midnight, all the kids and all their parents uh, fully dressed and none in their swimsuits will just jump into the pool at midnight. Uh, so it's just very, very fun. And because it's such a smaller kind of a resort, right? It's not overwhelming. Uh, for those folks that have been to Vero, especially during Christmas, uh, and I'll have to try to see if I can send you a picture of it because the Vero tree uh, at Vero Beach, their Christmas tree is beautiful and it's covered in turtles because that's what the resort's known for. Um, fake turtles, not actual live turtles on the tree. It's really, really a great resort. And again, one of those kind of fun little things that when you get to stay at a resort, because we weren't sure if they were going to do anything for New Year's and all of a sudden they handed us this big activity list and it was awesome. So we got great pictures of Goofy and uh, I think it was Goofy and Donald in their tuxedos for New Year's Eve and a big DJ dance party and stuff. It was very, very cool. So yeah, stuff like that's always fun when it happens out of nowhere. I love it. So this is probably something that when you, if anybody's staying over in Disney World or even at the other DVC resorts, uh, either Alani or Hilton Head or, or Vero, uh, maybe check out the front desk or the concierge, see if there are any events scheduled for New Year's. Uh, and I guess if yeah. any of our if any of our listeners are out there um, are going to experience anything over this coming New Year's, I guess Dave haven't tweeted at us. I actually would be 
curious to see what people do besides going to the parks, you know, and fighting that traffic out of the parks, what they do in Walt Disney World over New Year's. I'd be curious uh, to, to see myself. Hit us yeah. up on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. Great idea. Yeah, I'm going to see too. I want to know more. There's so many things with Disney too that like, like I even asked because they do character meet and greets. Usually they start like the 22nd um, and they'll do them in the lobbies of a lot of the deluxe resorts and then they'll do Santa and store time and things like that but i even asked one of the concierge at bay lake tower last night when we were there or at the contemporary and they were like oh we don't know yet it hasn't been announced yet so there's a lot of stuff that they do and they plan for but they don't even tell anybody i think because they don't want the resorts to get like inundated with people who aren't staying there so it's really hard to find any information on it so yeah definitely if people who have stayed there and done it that's the best way to find out about it perfect now let's take it over to the Polynesian, not an actual uh, gingerbread display done by uh, Disney uh, Design, but they have a whole bunch of uh, di- uh, gingerbread houses that are uh, designed by cast members, and they have a uh, annual competition every year, and they, they let guests uh, vote on them. So, let's talk a little bit about uh, the holidays at uh, Polynesian. Yeah, I think especially. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the Poly. Um, I love the rooms at the Poly, the villas at the Poly. For DBC, for those members that have ever stayed at the Poly, um, they're the largest studios in all of Disney Vacation Club. So there's, you know, a couple of bathrooms in them, huge square footage-wise. Again, when it comes to the Poly, it's kind of strange that you don't think of it for holidays because it's, you know, South Seas <laughs> Polynesian. But surprisingly, like you guys had talked about, they really do a great, great job. Just even beginning with... Decorating the little tiki man that's now in the lobby that replaced the beloved waterfall that I'm sure you guys have had many a conversation over. There was a lot of folks upset when they changed the lobby of the Polynesian because folks have been going there since 1971. Uh, But I I think they've done a fantastic job with it. When you go there during the holidays, again, one of the great things about staying at the Polynesian is not having to fight, like you're talking about, not having to fight those crowds, which you can just stroll out to the beach at the Polynesian, sit right there on the shore, maybe get there early enough to grab a hammock and they pump in the music for the fireworks right across Seven Seas Lagoon. So it's a terrific way if you're staying there to be able to experience the awesome fireworks for the holidays, but without having to deal with those two, three hour car rides trying to get out of there on the way home. Excellent. Uh, Anybody else want anything on the Polynesian? And they got Trader Sam's. Yes. So you can't go wrong. <laughs> can't go Trader wrong with Trader Sam's. Yeah, I'm sure they've got some overpriced beverage <laughs> you can get for the holidays. Well, <laughs> Dave, the Poly is one of those resorts that, like, even if you visit during Christmas time, it's it's if there's not a lot of Christmas decorations up, it still doesn't bother me because it's yep. that it's, it's that awesome. Exactly. <laughs> it still doesn't matter what it looks like, you know. All right. Well, then let's uh, board a ship and. Uh, Go across uh, Seven Seas, not Seven Seas Lagoon, uh, Bay Lake, and let's take a visit over at uh, over to uh, Disney's Wilderness Lodge with the newest DVC. Yeah, newest and one of the most, one of the original um, Disney Vacation Club resorts there at Walt Disney World. That again, for folks that don't know, they've kind of changed the name. So it used to be the the Villas at the Wilderness Lodge was. Uh, the portion of the resort uh, that was Disney Vacation Club. 
Uh, but then with the addition of Copper Creek, where we've added a whole bunch of rooms there in the uh, existing hotel, we've actually named it a different resort. So it's almost like two separate resorts at one. You've got Copper Creek and then you have the original, which is Boulder Ridge. And I think, have you been there, Marissa, yet? Um, I haven't stayed there, but I've been there. You have been there, okay. Because I was going to say, for, for anybody who hasn't been there, their new restaurant that they have out back by the water. Um, awesome. It's oh, yeah. fantastic. It's got Geyser great, Point. Oh, Geyser Point. It's got great food and great atmosphere. And it's like just I so said, chill. Like, we went there with our toddler, and he was, like, running around going crazy. But we were able to sit and, like, have a nice meal and enjoy the beautiful ambiance. So it's really yeah. cool. I think it's one of those places that, too, when you're there, and that's what I love about it so much, is because you almost forget where you are. You almost forget that you're in Orlando, Florida, you know, and I think great theming can do that to you, that you can literally be like, I know I'm near the Magic Kingdom, but man, it doesn't feel, it feels like I'm in, you know, Great Lodge in the Great Northwest. And it's, it's just such a phenomenal job with so many great trails to walk around. And that's just one of those resorts that I just feel like I love to go to being, again, we live 20 minutes away, so we're not going to go to Disney World for a week, uh, but we'll go for like a night and not even hit the parks and just uh, that resort along with Animal Kingdom are probably one of my favorites if you're not going to do the parks but just enjoy the amenities that are there uh, and again that's got that probably number one or number two of all the holiday decorations is that Christmas tree right when you walk into the lobby and it's just breathtaking breathtaking yeah Excellent. Yeah, and they do they do fun photo shoots with Santa. He does some story time. Um, during that time, too, they do, like, the s'mores or marshmallow roasting. Um, so there's a lot of really cool stuff that goes on during Christmas time. And then, obviously, just next door, not DVC, but at the campgrounds, because I'm a crazy dog person, um, they actually let the dogs come and meet Santa. So that's super cool, too. It's, like, one of the few times you can bring your dogs to Disney and have them enjoy a special event. Did you let the dog out? What? Wow. Who? I got that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> That's all I got, folks. Thanks, and one of, Thanks Derek. That's and, one of the, and one of the great here. things... I'm sorry. <laughs> I was saying one of the great things about Wilderness Lodge as well, besides like having one of the most like famous, you know, lobby trees, is that it's so close to the campground, you know, Marissa, like you said, and at Fort Wilderness, even though it's not DVC, you know, where everybody decorates their RVs and their campers. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, that's like that's like famous as well. If you get ever oh, get yeah, the opportunity to, to either walk yeah. the campgrounds or rent a golf cart for the day or for the night and just drive around and it's I've seen pictures uh i haven't seen it myself yet that's on my list of things to do but i've seen enough video and stuff online where it just looks absolutely amazing where you know people will go there for a month or three weeks or even longer and decorate their rvs and uh and, and their campsites with all kinds of cool uh decorations and inflatables and it kind of try to outdo each other and it's it's something to see besides just seeing what disney does seeing what guests bring themselves down there it's pretty cool and that's something you could just walk right from wilderness lodge you know, they'll take the walkway right to the campground and go see that for yourself. Excellent. And now let's go over to um, a resort in similar in architecture and my personal favorite resort on Disney property, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. I thought you were going to talk about Saratoga Springs, Dave. But... I was going to do Sarat <laughs> I was going to give Saratoga Joe the uh, last word at the end of the day for that one. So. All right. <laughs> 
Uh, I love Animal Kingdom. Um, again, just kind of the ambiance and the atmosphere while you're there. And obviously, it's just so unique. It's just so different than any other resorts have to offer. And it's stunning during Christmas as well. Excellent. Uh, Derek? Derek? Am I there? Oh, there I am. Okay. <laughs> I think somebody cut me off after my corny who let the dog out joke. So I think I got cut off. We no, muted uh, you. <laughs> yeah, I got muted. Yeah, I was uh, just going to agree with Marissa that I think that's what I love about the Animal Kingdom is to me, it's a destination resort that you could go to Animal Kingdom, say even for a couple of days, not even leave the resort to go to a park. And between the two pools and between all the amazing restaurants and some of the most unsung great restaurants, I think, on Disney property that tend to get overshadowed by a few other ones. Um, like Sanaa is, I think, one of the best restaurants ever on Disney property. Um, that, that resort is just such a destination to and of itself that, you know, again, if anybody says anything about Animal Kingdom that may not be favorable, it's just because it is a destination to and of itself, meaning... You got to take a bus to get everywhere. And yes, it's going to, but that to me, that's part of its its charm is that I do feel like Copper Creek and Boulder Ridge. I just feel like I'm in a totally different world. And I can't believe that I'm in central Florida sometimes when I'm there. I love it. Excellent. And now Joe will argue that I'm saving the best for last. So let's talk about <laughs> the original DVC resorts. And we have uh, Saratoga Springs and Old Key West. It was Oak well, about... West was the first one, yeah. right? Yes. yes. Right. Saratoga Springs is actually one of the newer, oh, really? I mean, in the scale of things. Well, it's not the oldest. Okay. Um, Beach Club, Boardwalk, Vero Beach, all those came first. So Saratoga's kind of in the middle, but we're kind of out in that area where, like, I mean, if you're going to talk similar, Oak West and Saratoga probably have the most similarities. Okay. And then, yeah. Well, I mean, for me, you probably have folks that, especially that have been members for a long time, that we used to talk to them all the time and yeah, they say, oh, oh, where do you own at? Oh, we own at Old Key West. Oh, awesome. Well, where do you like to use your points at? And they would repeatedly say, you know, <laughs> we've tried West. it all, but we <laughs> like to use our points at Old Key West. Like, that's it. Like, they're the people that love that resort, they love that resort, that we could build the craziest, most technology advanced resort that you could ever possibly fathom with, you know, whirlpools and it, it doesn't matter. Those people that love Old Key West, they love Old Key West because they love that point chart that's super low, and they love the fact of how much money they actually paid when they bought their original DVC points. Makes them very, very happy there as well. So they feel very, very passionate about their resort. And then for me, Saratoga, like, sure, Sar Saratoga is the largest of all the Disney Vacation Club resorts, but I think that's probably one of its best pluses is the fact that if you are going to book a last-minute trip and maybe yeah. you're not planning Odds are, on that search engine, you're going to see Saratoga Springs pop up. And I think now, with everything awesome that has come to Disney Springs, that that resort that may not used to be everyone's first choice, I think people are slowly falling more back in love with being able to stay in Saratoga, especially everything that they have during April, the holidays there at Well, Disney the Springs. rooms, too. They just Have you seen the upgraded rooms, Eric? I did. I just saw a picture, and I just texted them to my wife. I was like, they're those are I mean, they're... they're obviously not to the same caliber but similar in terms of like the the feel to grand floridian like very clean and bright 
But, yeah, location of Saratoga Springs is great. You're right there next to Disney Springs. So if you're doing, like, shopping and dining, again, if you're not spending a ton of time in the parks and you just kind of want to enjoy, Saratoga has a ton of pools. But also, like, for ownership-wise, it's going to be one of your most economical resorts to purchase into in terms of purchase price, last-minute availability, and some of the lowest dues on Disney properties. So it's it's a smart location overall. What I love about um... – as far as um, Old Key West is when I go over to Olivia's, just looking at the pictures of the original DVC owners. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Love it. I don't know as much about Saratoga yet, but our uh, resident uh, Saratoga owner, Joe Quachochi, also known as Saratoga Joe, is going to <laughs> give us our his uh, weekly segment this week with Saratoga Joe now. Yeah, so this week's uh, best bet with Saratoga Joe. First of all, like, um, if you guys didn't know, like, I'm an owner of Saratoga, and you know, when I was buying DVC, you know, people always had like, oh yeah, Saratoga Springs. It was like an afterthought, you know, like oh. And I did some research into it, and economically, it ma- it made sense. Uh, but I've kind of fallen in love with the resort every year. Every time I stay there, every time I go there, I it feels more and more like my home resort. And it's for many reasons. Number one, um, just because I'm starting to make memories of my family there. Number two is I like quiet. And Saratoga, if you want a quiet vacation away from all the hustle and bustle, it's not one of those resorts where it has a restaurant that's a destination like Ohana or California Grill or, you know, Yachtsman or anything like that. As much as I love Turf Club, it's not a destination for people coming to dinner. Uh, So it's a very quiet resort. we, 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 you guys just mentioned like, yo, it's proximity to Disney Springs, but you don't realize how awesome that is until you actually stay there. And, uh-huh. I, and for the last like year, I, and when Disney Springs finished, I was like, yeah, it's going to be coming back. You know, um, it's proximity to Disney Springs is great. And this past August, uh, I stayed there with uh, my family and also had my niece and nephew, my brother and sister-in-law were, uh, you know, in town as well. And we did dinner a few nights in Disney Springs. And then we also, you know, the, the my niece and nephew were sent home with my, my parents. And I stayed out with my wife and my brother and sister-in-law. And going home, it was so easy just to get back to our resort. And just saying, just looking at, you know, having drinks at the boathouse, right? Jock Lindsay's and saying, there's our resort right there. Hop right on a boat, bam in five minutes you're back at resort walking to your room it was awesome so just the proximity yes it's a destination like there's really no reason to go there unless you're staying there or maybe playing golf there going to the spa but over time it's kind of like i've kind of fallen in love with it it's got a lot of great perks it's got a lot of great pools uh that are quiet you can always find a spot to sit at the spa is right there the golf course right there so i think it's got a lot more going on for it uh than it gets credit for and that's why i'm kind of like the big saratoga fanboy uh, on the show here trying to give uh props to uh you know to, to my home resort so uh you know so for this week's uh for this week's best bet um i like to give a tip just something like that i've noticed uh in my stay in my time you know staying in saratoga so uh if you know turf club is obviously I'm, I'm always a big proponent of turf club and it's been getting some better reviews on different websites and podcasts it's been making me smile because i've been a big fan of turf club for a while so my best bet is um if you have a nice night out in in central 
Florida where, you know, you're coming from the north and you get like a nice 60, 70 degree night. You want to sit outside. Turf Club has outside seating. So you don't have to sit inside and have your dinner. You could request to be outside, have your dinner out on the patio out back, you know, where it overlooks the golf course and uh, the putting green and uh, part of the parking lot, too. But uh, it faces uh, southwest. So you will get a nice uh, sunset view while you're sitting on a deck. So uh, if that's something that you're interested in, they do have heated lamps outside. Um, so if it does get a little chilly, you'll take the, the chill out of the air. Uh, you can request to sit outside a turf club for dinner. So uh, and maybe get a nice uh, you know view of the sunset as it goes uh, sets over the golf course. So uh, that's uh, my little uh, best bet this week with uh, Saratoga Joe. Right, you don't want to fuck it up too much, Joe. You're going to make it harder for me and my I know. Hey, listen, reservation. I know. Well, you know, right? I'm, I'm glad to see it's got a great prime rib and it's got a great French onion soup. And uh, I've told uh, our own Patch Nitty I'm going to treat him to a prime rib dinner next time we're uh, down at Disney together. So <laughs> I'd like to uh, make a announcement that I'm officially changing my name to Patch and I'll I'll treat you too, Dave. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Joe. Okay, so, uh, lady and gentlemen, we are going to uh, play a small little game before we part ways tonight. And we're just going to uh, go around the table and give me three to five items on a Disney Christmas list. This can be anything Disney-related, be it uh, experiences at the resort, any uh, anything uh, Disney uh, memorabilia, movies, anything having to do (coughs) with the Walt Disney Company that you would like, hopefully, to find under your tree at Christmas, maybe uh, something that Santa Claus might bring you, Uh, let's go around and tell us what your Disney Christmas list Mm -hmm. looks like. We're going to start with Michael tonight. Uh, You want me to give all five? Yeah, sure. We're kind of running. We're All kind right. of running uh, on on time, so I just cut this uh, this one. I have to make a little uh, faster. Gotcha. Okay, so uh, I'm really digging staying on the DVC topic. Uh, I think it's the Seven Seas dinner package. Uh, yeah. I would love cool. to get that for Christmas. I think that sounds like a really good time. Uh, definitely, another one would be more points. You know, throw a couple <laughs> more points our way. Uh, it's hard. Uh, uh, dinner at Victorian Alberts if we're gonna stay bougie, and then uh, a couple. You know, just I'm the simple guy. Got buy me a couple of drinks somewhere on property, All right. and uh, an ultimate fast pass. Just give me an ultimate fast pass for like a week. Excellent. And just, and just for our let listeners' let benefit, what is the Seven Seas uh, package? Dining package. Uh, it's it's a dinner package that it takes you to uh, the three. Uh, resorts on the Seven Seas Lagoon, like on a, I want to say it's a private pontoon boat. Oh, nice. And you stop at each one and it's like a food item and a cocktail. I did that. Mm-hmm. I did that when coverage. it was the monorail uh, crawl. Yeah. Back in the day. It, it's Now it's just now a boat. Okay. Yeah. Get seasick while you eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think you stop at appetite. I think it's appetizers at, uh, at Polynesian. Dinner at uh, Grand Floridian and dessert with firework viewing at Bay Lake. I want to say that's what it was. Nice. I think you might be right. Yeah. I think you're right. And uh, you go up to Top of the World, watch the the fireworks, and I think you get a cocktail and like a dessert at Top of the World. Okay. Kyle, what about you? 
I'm, I'm back. I'm back, guys. How you doing? Excellent. Um, I, I don't know. Here we go. I got five for you. All right. <clears throat> I want to do a holiday monorail bar crawl. So as I'm enjoying the drinks and the mini bars, I can still go enjoy, enjoy the uh, festivities at the hotels and all the decorations. But first, I got pregame at the Geyser Point. So all the decorations there. They hit the, hit the monorail. Um, I have never seen a candlelight processional live. Um, I saw it on TV the other day with Neil Patrick Harris. Um, I don't care what. Actually, Christmas list. Yeah, I want to see Neil Patrick Harris or or Gary Sinise do it. That's my Christmas list. Um, long shot, but whenever I go to Galaxy's Edge when it opens, it's not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. It's a long shot, yes. Yeah. Bring back Star Wars Weekends. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. And corny as it is, I'm, I'm a nerd like this. I want to see a Disney movie premiere at Disney Springs. At the AMC okay. there. Oh, All right, perfect. Cool. All righty. Uh, Joe, what about you? So I'll do. Uh, I'll just do a couple since uh, we are uh, running long on time. The first one is um, there's a watch company based out of Detroit called Shinola. They make some pretty cool watches, and they just came out with a brand new Mickey Mouse Disney line. So uh, if I can get a new uh, Shinola Mickey Mouse watch, that'd be uh, fantastic. So my wife is listening to this. Uh, that that would be awesome. They have great men's and women's uh, watches. The Love second thing, watches. I'm Love sorry. Them. Love their watches. Oh, they're, they're great. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. So and they just like I said, it came out with a Disney line. So that's. Uh, like to have one of those under the tree. Second one is um, my wife and I just bought a new place in uh, said in, in the Daytona Beach area, and uh, my wife actually gave me um, one of the rooms upstairs. It's like a man cave, and uh, which is awesome. So, but what I really like is um, some kind of like signage or some kind of like um, memorabilia or something from the parks or resorts that I could hang on the wall. That would be pretty cool. I know they used to have one of the stores in uh, Orlando that sold all like the old props and stuff like that. I don't know if they're still in business or not, but if I get some kind of like signage or something for like the man cave, that would be like Disney related, Disney world related. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, uh, so that, that would be second on my list. And the third thing would be, um, I love to go to spas and I've talked about this on the show many times, just a full day at census spot at Saratoga where my wife and I would get some, you know, uh, his and her massages. We can hang out in the, the sauna, uh, you know, do the whole, you have lunch, a little champagne. That would be fantastic. Make a whole day of it at, at the spot, Saratoga Springs. Um, that, that's something that you know, we, we enjoy. We did it at Alani. We've done it in Disney before, and it's something that we can never get enough of. So that would be the third thing. It would be a nice spa day at, a, at Sense of Spa. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to, before we have our guests go, I'm going to go with mine. So really quick, I, I love my Disney tours. So I'm going to say uh, one that I haven't done yet. I'd like to uh, go on the Magic Behind Our Steam Trains tour. Right now, it's uh, currently not being offered because the train is kind of out of mission while they uh, do a lot of work in uh, Tomorrowland with the new Tron coaster. So the train won't be around for a while, so hence that tour won't be. But I'll take a rain check. But don't they have, like, it's stationary somewhere so you actually go look at it? They do have it stationary, in, so you could actually go up and look at it in the uh, Main Street station. But you can't actually get... The, and with the tour, they take you uh, backstage to the actual uh, uh, locomotive service house and all that. So right oh, okay. now, they can't necessarily get there. Like, I'm sure. At, I'm sure at times, if they need to clear the tracks, 
they they would but right now it's just more of a logistic thing with the uh construction uh number two and three on that list having said that i've stayed at every single uh disney resort obviously now i have to add, i have to change that and stay a contemporary one of these days but i did not <laughs> stay i have not yet experienced saratoga springs or old key west so that is definitely on the list on one of those so uh, my uh, dvc friends uh, one day when i'm living there i'm coming to crash i love you all so i'll buy you dinner <laughs> speaking of dinner i've uh, never ate at uh Michelle paul in uh in epcot it's one of the few places yeah. i haven't eaten yet so dinner at Michelle paul and one thing i would oh, i always wanted to do and never got around to it is a fishing excursion on the seven seas lagoon that is awesome <gasps> they're awesome oh i gotta do that too awesome the fish literally jump in your boat yes <laughs> it's comical cool and Derek, what about you? Unfortunately, we seem to have uh, lost Marissa with uh, with our audio for some reason. So, uh, that's do you right. have her she, list? Or... She had just yeah, she gave me her list, oh, awesome. so she uh, copied a lot of mine. Perfect. Um, from her. So, would you mind <laughs> sharing both we of both them? Have, uh -huh. We both have the same number one. Which again, if money's no object, and you said we can pick whatever we want, um, we both want Club Thirty Three memberships. Okay. <sighs> yes. So that we want. And also my number two, which pretty much ends it, is uh, I'll just take permanently um, one of the uh, bungalows at the Polynesian. Just oh, so nice. I could have it. Just so I could have it for entertaining and just hanging out. <laughs> and then um, Marissa said that she wants more Mickey ears and, of course, more DVC points. And I think we all want that steak dinner from Joe at the turf park. That's I right. don't know what's more the gift there, the steak or just being in Joe's company. <laughs> Joe's company. Hey, I've been in Joe's company before. It's 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 magical. Yes, yes, it, it is, is an experience. It is. <laughs> even the bar, even the bar sucks. It's a magical experience. The guy the guy <laughs> oozes pixie dust. You know. <laughs> so I do my best. Yeah. All right. And, and Mick Ultra. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to go with selling points, Kyle. <laughs> well, you drink Mick Ultra. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. I think he lost me at oozing pixie yes. dust. That's where I'm. I don't know if I'm gonna. I might sit at the next table. <laughs> you do that. All right, and with that, <coughs> when I actually am able to catch my breath here. Okay, so even though we lost Marissa, we still have Derek mm -hmm. here. So we always like to, uh, at the end of our shows, when we have a special guest. We like to uh, ask our uh, guest a series of rapid-fire questions as we pay tribute to the great Lightning McQueen in a little segment we call the Piston Cup. Lightning McQueen is going to win the Piston Cup! <laughs> Graham, I don't think she got disconnected on accident. I think she got scared that this was coming up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Derek, so first off, Dole Whip or Citrus Roll? Dole Whip. Favorite Disney princess? Oh, um, I, Merida. Merida. Favorite Magic Kingdom mountain? <coughs> oh, oh, a splash. Getting back to our conversation before, Disney Springs or the Boardwalk? Oh, Boardwalk. Favorite signature dining restaurant? 
mm. used to be California Grill, uh, but now I'd say uh, Sanaa at Animal Kingdom, Kadani Village. And favorite Disney fur character? Oh, furry character. A goofy. Excellent. Guys, Goofy's furry. Guys, did he make it through? <laughs> yeah, he got oh, everything, yeah. oh, he got yeah. every, everything yeah, yeah. right except the Citrus World Dole Whip one. He got that wrong. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, did he get through on the checkered flag beforehand? No, he did. Absolutely. All right. As the, as the resident NASCAR guy here, he definitely made it. No, NASCAR guy. I'm a NASCAR guy. No way. That's Who's it? your favorite? Uh, Martin Truex Jr. I'm a Jersey guy, so. Oh, well, that's all right. I might, mess, I might have messed up the Dole Whip one, so you just messed up the NASCAR one. Oh, no. <laughs> Trust me. You did, you did not mess up the Dole Whip question. You answered correctly. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Let's end it on a happy note. It's the holiday. Right. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, actually, gentlemen at the moment, so uh, for, uh, please, Derek, please thank Marissa for gracing us with her presence. It was absolutely a pleasure. You are both welcome to come back anytime you'd like. Uh, this was really fun to uh, interview you guys. It was great. So thank you guys so much for having us. Seriously, you guys are so much fun. We could talk and talk about Disney all day and night. So thanks for having us. And if any of your audience has any questions about Disney Vacation Club or purchase and resale, you can email me if you want. Just my direct email is Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at dvcresalemarket.com or... Uh, if you'd like to talk to Marissa as well, you can reach her at M-A-R-I-S-S-A at dbcresalemarket.com. And we even have a great chat feature that on our website, you can click in the lower right, pretty much nine to nine every day. You're going to catch either me or Marissa. You can talk to us on live chat if you can't get to a phone or maybe you're at work, but you just want to get some questions answered. So we'd love for your audience to pop online and say hello and let us answer your questions for Excellent. you. So thanks, guys. And had a great we're time. actually going to be partnering with DVC Resale, and we're going to be doing another one of our fun giveaways. So, ladies and gentlemen, when this uh, show comes out on Thursday, watch uh, watch for our tweets. Um, make sure that you like both DVC Resale and the Mickey Dudes. If you haven't already, make sure you go like them and retweet all of our tweets having to do with the uh, giveaway. We will be giving away a $50 Disney gift card, a Chewbacca Stein, and Derek is sweetening the pot by offering some holiday vinyl nations. Derek, would you tell us uh, what you're offering? <laughs> sure, I'd love to talk about. It. No, I have a a cool little Mickey vinyl mation that's got all the holiday decorations on him. I think he's probably at least five, six, or seven years old. But um, I'd love to be able to share that with your audience. So as much as I know, they're hoping that we were gonna give away a Club Thirty yeah. membership. It's not gonna happen. But these are great, great prizes. So we're excited to give them away. Excellent. And my Mickey Doo gentlemen, uh, where can you all be found on um, on the various interwebs? Kyle? Um, Instagrams at DizPipe and TurkeyLeg01. Michael? Instagram and Twitter at Ears of Happiness. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Figments Reality. Joseph? You can find me on Twitter at JoeQuat, J-O-E-Q-U-A-T, also the same at Instagram, and also uh, over at the DVC Roundtable at ResortLoop.com. Excellent. And you can find the Mickey Dudes on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. We have a uh, fan page on Facebook, and you can check out our Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. The Instagram uh, page is also going to be included in our giveaway, so feel free to share the information up on there. And... 
with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a happy holiday season. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.